a Big Spark Studios original. Okay, it's recording. No, I <laughs> I know it's recording. I'm trying to fucking swallow as fast as I can. And that's what she said. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens. I am Chris Clemens. Now, today is December 16th. And we've got Sam, Jake, Justin here. Everybody say hello. Hello. Howdy. Hello. Jake, you have another friend in the frame you i swear to god each (laughs) each week there's just gonna be like a new addition to the backdrop until it looks like jojo siwa's house i guess i don't really know but has everybody been anything new no i'm just tired because i stayed up i went to see avatar last night and got home at midnight all three hours of avatar i think it's over three hours is it? I thought it was. I thought I was rounding up. I think it's three and a half. I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't know. I was in a dream. That is. I'm sorry. Like, I get the, the three and a half hours. I'm double checking. I'm trying to think of like if there's any sort of movie I would like. I was an extra in Wolf of Wall Street, and that was like almost three. I feel, and I was like, that's too long. It's three hours and twelve three hours and twelve minutes. That's too much avatar. What? Okay, so like ten of those minutes have to be credits, right? Oh yeah, the credits are really pretty. The credits were like the <laughs> like the whale and it's all three D. Oh no spoilers, bro. Ah don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Ah <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> No, my friends went to the premiere and they were like, Yep, definitely a three hour movie. Did it feel like a three hour movie or did it go faster? It felt it, it didn't feel like three. It felt like two. I, yeah, I don't <laughs> five. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I, I guess I was thinking of James Cameron and Titanic was also like really long. I remember I had the VHS and it was two different cassettes. Come on, VHS, you better. Oh my god, I forgot about like two part VHSs. Wait, what scene were you in? Or like two part? You said you were in the Wolf of Wall Street. I was in all of the office scenes in Wolf of Wall Street. So, like, what? Have I never told you this? No. Bro, this is like my YouTube origin story is that, like, freshman year of college, my first semester, the last month, it was like finals and all of that. And I'm like, uh, um, I had like an agent at the time, which is like comical to call him that. And he was like, go to this casting call thing. And that I was like, there were a bunch of different castings there. And someone from the Wolf of Wall Street pulled me and was like, hey, would you want to be in a Martin Scorsese movie? And I was like, uh, (laughs) yeah. Like, I was like, did I just get like discovered? And then she was like, no, you're an extra. And I was like, slay. Still, that's crazy. No, it was Martin Scorsese like is one of my favorites. I just like him as a personality, I think is so wild. Um, And so I was like, holy shit. And like, again, this was my first semester of college. Like I lived in Delaware up until this semester. So I was just like, what? And so for the last month 
of my first semester, I was like on set for like 16 hours, 18 hours, like in every sort of office scene. I, my first day on set, I was like dancing. It was like when the strippers come into the office. And so I was just drinking and dancing with a stripper on my desk. It was honestly lit. I snuck pictures like the entire time I was like, <laughs> like on my iPod touch, not even an iPhone, like straight up iPod touch. Wow. And now you're on a first name basis with Martin Scorsese. When you tell the story, you got to be yeah, like, Marty. Marty. Hey, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Marty. <laughs> no. And then, so, so yeah, when I went home for winter break, oh my God, my YouTube anniversary is in like 12 days. It's, it'll officially be a decade. Hell yeah. Jesus Christ. So I went home for winter break and I was bored out of my mind. And I was like, I guess I'll start a YouTube channel. You and started, here we are. You started the, with- <laughs> Sorry, I cut off your cute thing. Do you start the YouTube channel after Wolf of Wall Street being that? Yeah, because I was like, oh my God, I miss being on set. I miss that set life. Your YouTube career was inspired by Martin Scorsese. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Every time I talk about this, it gets more and more unhinged, which is why we're live. Um, so yeah, that, yeah. I think we need to get you in a movie with Martin Scorsese. That's what we need to do. Well, girl. I'm going to work on that. That's why you get the big bucks. Let's book him. He'll be on the podcast. Siri, call Marty. Siri, call Marty. <laughs> Hi, Marty Wolf Pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Marty, Marty, what's going on? Let's do it. Let's do this. That is like one of my favorite things. My friend Christine, when we lived together, she would always be like, uh, fuck, what would she? I forget the intro to that line, but it's like, da-da-da, Marty Wolf Pictures. How can I help you? And she would always say that. Oh, God, I love her. Um, Marty, let's get into it. Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to ask you what Leo smelled like. Um, I don't remember. I do remember taking a picture with Flash of his trailer, and then he walked out right after <laughs> I took it, and I was like, <laughs> "I was like, who was that?" <laughs> Whoopsies, it was me. Um, alrighty, now for this episode, I figured since we're around the holidays and we're all just kind of taking it easy, we would also take it easy and just answer some of your voicemails. Um, just a whole episode of giving advice, hearing my opinion, solving dumb debates in Chris's court, um, whatever it is. You guys have been calling in at 310-844-6459 and have been leaving us some pretty chaotic messages. And so we figured we'd make it a whole episode today. Um, and yeah, before we actually start, I do want to say, Jake... I want to give you a public apology. If I've ever been harsh or like (laughs) mean to you, I saw a lot of comments on an episode and everyone is like, Chris is so mean to Jake and he's so harsh. And I like, I don't see, I don't get that because like, to me, I'm just like, we banter, we have fun. Also, we sometimes get in like arguments about like work stuff off camera. Like, so, guys, I respect and love every single one of the people on this, what is a Zoom, essentially. Justin, Sam, and Jake, I would not be able to do anything without. And I don't want this to turn into some, like, Ellen DeGeneres moment. Like, <laughs> I truly, like, love and care and respect about the three 
or respect the three of you. Um, well, Chris, I have one thing to say. We get along. <laughs> You're <clear>. a bitch. <laughs> you. Now listen. Yeah. I quit. <laughs> It's not you, Marty. It's your kids. No. <laughs> um, for first of all, you and I have a great relationship where you and I can talk about just about anything. And I think a lot of people don't realize that you and I do talk about pretty much everything off camera. And so I think there are a lot of relationship things that come into play and people don't see everything. Um, obviously, I appreciate it. If I'm ever feeling bad about something, I do appreciate what you said. But no harm, no foul. But we also like we also talk to each other, and we're like, because I'm very sarcastic. I'm very like, like to me, there's something. F- <laughs> this is problematic, probably. There's something funny about just like not actually being a mean person, but like saying mean things to the people that you care. Like, <laughs> this sounds crazy. <laughs> You're digging yourself into a hole, Chris. I, I mean, but like, this is where, like, it's never coming from like a, I hate Jake. No, you and I keep it real. It's either like, I can be so sassy and sarcastic and I guess a bully um, to you. <laughs> and it's fine. <laughs> you and I keep it, you and I keep it real, which is important. We and keep think, it real, girl. I think, it, I think if you can't have a pretty serious conversation with somebody, it's not as good. I think you and I really, we have great conversations over the years. You know I care about you. I know you care about me. I know you care about Sam and Justin. And we all like each other. So at the end of the day. That yeah, that's the that's the gag is we all really do like each other. Yeah, Speak for yourself. Fuck you. <laughs> Aren't you sick? Bully Justin. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Jake's like, yes, it's finally moved on from me. Just wanted to let you guys know that we're going to be bullying Justin from now on. Yeah. I just want to let y'all know the agenda's shifting. Yeah, much love, Justin. Yeah, I just don't want anyone to get it twisted. And it means there are some times where I cut Jake off or I'm harsh to him because I feel like he'll like be talking in circles and not land the plane. <laughs> and I'll be, I mean, listen, I'll be honest and I do it too. So like, I, but like, that's, if anything, where it comes from. And also doing this podcast, uh, like remotely makes it 10 times harder. And so I think I just get short when whatever, I just want you to know, I love y'all. I care about you. The intention is never to make you feel less than. Well, when you're flying a plane, it's really important to land it safely, Chris. So we'll make sure we land safely. Girl. Tell yourself that one in the mirror. <laughs> okay, that was my last bullying. Now let's do voicemails. Hey, Chris. Um, it's Stephanie. I just wanted to say that I love you so much. Thank you so much, I'm Stephanie. such a big fan. Um, so some advice that I need for this upcoming holiday season is basically one of my friends is dating my ex, and they're coming over for dinner. So what do I do? I need your help and advice. Thank you so much. Love you, Chris. Bye. What the fuck? If one of, okay, guys, real talk. If one of your best friends was dating your ex, would you be okay with that? I don't have dinner parties. <laughs> Sam, what did you say? I said I don't have dinner parties. that's the biggest piece of advice don't have dinner parties (laughs) all will be well in the world if you don't i wouldn't 
I don't think I'd be okay with that. I don't think I'd either. No. Like I, I want to be cool and chill and like go with the flow, but like if we've seen each other naked and now y'all are seeing each other naked. No, like, no, that's so (laughs) awful. But she needs it, but she is doing it. So what should she, she, so I, my advice would say ditch the bitch. Like, (laughs) do you like her? Are you friends with your best friend? Like, do you actually like them? Because if not stop hanging out, I would be like, you're clearly not okay with it because you're calling in. And you're like, what do I do? My ex is dating my best friend. So like right there, you're calling into a podcast for advice. I don't think things are great. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, I would, I don't know, honestly, I would tell my friend first off and be like, Hey, it makes me feel kind of weird that you're dating my ex. Uh, Do you care to comment? And then I don't know. This is like a you question. Like some people I feel like could be down. No, but like, I feel like some people could be so chill and be like, whatever, like we're done. We ended for a reason. And then there's people like me who would be like, I will find you and burn your house down. But I think that's the key to the question though. I mean, it, it, that we don't know. We don't have that piece of information. Exactly. So I don't know how to give like a proper answer. Like, to, cause to me, I would say like, Aren't you're done. But if they were buddies beforehand and then they were like, you know, hey, we tried it. It didn't work out. I care about you. If the ex and the best friend were buddies before? No, no, no. If it was like the, the, if the exes, right? If it was like, hey, you know, you and I tried it out. It didn't work out. And, uh, you know, I wish. Still, that is so, to have that kind of upfront conversation and then go and date my best friend is so fucked up. Unless she introduced them. Me. Oh, I mean, but see, this is why I don't know how to give a proper answer for Stephanie. Cause like, like, it's not me, it's you and go date my best friend. Poison them. Just kidding. Oh, I mean, that's a power move. Maybe she dumped, maybe she dumped the ex on her best friend. <laughs> maybe she, maybe Stephanie's the one at fault. She put her best friend in a relationship. She's the problem. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, clearly you have beef with it like the situation. So I would just talk to your friend and be honest with how you feel. And if they're your friend, they should break up with them. (laughs) Yeah. Right though. Like if my friend told me that I'd be like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. If I was in that position, I'd want to keep those worlds separated at that point. Like if you see them out and about like at a bar or like a show or something, be cordial, but like, you don't have to like hang out with them on your day to day. (laughs) Totally. And it might be awkward for the other dinner guests too. (laughs) Yeah, true. I didn't even think (laughs) about that. I just thought it was like a three-person dinner. (laughs) That's why I'm like, Jesus, girl, Stephanie, you really need to love yourself because that sounds brutal. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think I have proper advice. I would talk to your best friend. Well, your supposed best friend and be like, girl, what the fuck is going on? And then take it from there. But stand to your ground. Like, put yourself first. Like, don't be a doormat in this situation. You matter just as much as the other parties should. So that's my advice for you, Stephanie. Thank you so much. Okay. Sorry, Chris. This is, like, the third message I'm leaving at this point. Okay. Persistent. um, I have my family split. 
on this topic, and that's opening presents, whether you do it all at the same time or you do one at a time and, like, you watch each other open presents. And my immediate family, and myself included, we like to watch each other open the gifts because, I mean, we want to see the, you know, we just love, we want to see the reaction. We love watching. You love love. Just seeing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I do. Sorry, I... Anyway, then my extended <laughs> family, they just, it's like a free-for-all for them. Like, it's like whenever we do Christmas with them, they just open everything all at the same time. And it's like we have to do a little haul after to show each other what we got for Christmas. You know what I, I just, oh, okay, yeah, what do you think? What did your family do? Okay. Bye. Bye. That is the easiest question, and I love this debate because there really is one only, only one proper answer, and that is one person at a time. What the fuck is all... Justin, you're giving me some squint. Do you guys open them all at once? No, one at a time. Oh. Going like a circle. Oh, yeah. It's like we usually have one person who like will take charge, and it's like, all right, you here. Uh, you haven't had a gift in a minute. Here you go. And then it'll be like, okay, mom, here you go. Chris, here you go. Um, you usually need like two people to like do the gift, like handing out because. You can't give yourself a gift. Like, that feels so awkward. Like, my turn. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think opening them all at once is, like, I'm trying to envision it, and it's the most chaotic, cold experience I can think of. Well, not really, but I can think of worse. <laughs> like, just to, just to clarify. You should never be, like, opening a gift, and then you're done, and then you're like, okay, next. <laughs> oh, my God. Literally, like, savor the moment. Like, really get into it. Yeah. Sam, what were you going to say? Oh, that in my memories, I feel like when there are more children at this Christmas event or whatever, that, that that's where I see the free-for-all. Where it's kind of like, oh, we can't control all these kids. Then. Well, well, like, kids, I understand more. Like, if the parents are out, if the adults are outnumbered, then, like, okay, I get it. Like, the kids... Kids are kids, and they're going to just want to rip open presents that are for them. Like, I get that. But, like, if you all are cognizant enough to, like, I don't know. I just, that sounds crazy to me. But with stockings, I say free-for-all. Oh, my God, yeah, stockings. It's like, okay, this one's for you, and then we all dump them. 100%. (laughs) 100%. I've been really doing Jennifer Coolidge lately, and I don't know why. The accent, not, like, the physical. Okay, got it. (laughs) Let's keep moving. Alrighty, now, before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I want to thank the sponsor, which is Dadgrass. Give the gift of Dadgrass this holiday season, now available for everyone in the family. Dad, mom, dogs, for tokers, droppers, and poppers alike. You and your loved ones can chill out without getting them stoned to the bone. Now, if you don't know, Dadgrass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Their 100% organic pre-rolled joints and flour are very low in THC and high in CBD, so you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. I'm at the point in life where I cannot smoke THC in the day, otherwise I will be asleep three hours later and no time less and no time more. That's why I love Dadgrass. 
And on top of all of that, Dadgrass now offers a variety of products so you can toke or dose just the way you like, from their CBD tincture drops to the newly launched CBD gummies and flavors like classic blackberry ginger, good time hibiscus lime, and nighttime midnight berry. You can chill out without getting stoned. Of course, all Dadgrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door. And Dadgrass didn't forget about your furry friends. They also just released CBD dog bones so everyone in the house can be fucking chill. Right now, Dadgrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash unhinged. Go to dadgrass.com slash unhinged for 20% off your first order. Again, that is dadgrass.com slash unhinged. Thank you so much for always supporting the podcast, and let's get back to the episode. Hey, guys. Hey, Chris. Um, so basically... Um, I have a story that kind of started two years ago, and it was that I decided in this kind of miraculous, magical moment, I was like, I'm going to come out of the closet to my parents on Christmas Day. Oh, it's no. a gift. I'm giving them the gift of gayness. <laughs> oh, no. So basically, I devised this plan that under the tree, I would wrap three little um, confetti cannons. And one was for my sister, but she already knew so irrelevant. But basically, I bought these confetti cannons, put them under the tree, gave them to my parents. <laughs> so and scared. on Christmas morning, they popped up and were surprised. And inside the confetti cannon was a sheet of paper rolled up and it said, let's get one thing straight. I'm not. Merry Christmas. XOXO. Very dramatic. Like, why? How uh, did I need to cram this whole fucking paragraph onto this tiny paper? Like, I could have just said, I'm gay. Uh, anyways. So I guess my question is, is the holidays a good time to come out of the closet? Like, I felt because I could dilute it, you know, like, you know, it's Christmas, woo, 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 like, but also I'm gay. <laughs> I don't know. So is the holidays a good time to come out or a bad time to come out? I guess is kind of my question. And, and what do you think? Like, maybe is Easter better? Like, maybe like, I don't know, the pilgrimage, I guess it's called Thanksgiving in America. Um, yeah, I don't know. Tell me, ask the followers, ask the people, what do you think? Holidays <laughs> coming out? Hmm? What an icon. Um, I, <laughs> holy fuck. Um, I think this is one of those, it depends on how you read the room kind of vibes. Like, I can see some Catholics really hating you taking Jesus's shine. Um, <laughs> especially with homosexuality. So, so like on that front, I'd be like, hmm, not a good time. But then also like, girl, you shouldn't have to dilute it. Don't like, you should be able to be you and be proud with it. It doesn't, you don't need Christmas to dilute it. You don't need anything to dilute it. Like I get what you're saying, but I say, just do it whenever it feels right. Like, if it if that means at Christmas with confetti cannons under the tree and a little secret message inside, then fucking go for it. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't think there is like a perfect, a generalized perfect time to come out. I think it like just depends on when you feel that one, you're ready and two, that it's like safe to do so or that there's like a plan in place in case the reaction isn't positive. Like that's, yeah, I wouldn't, 
I mean, I definitely think Christmas is like a great time to like, yeah, if you're trying to like have it not be forgotten, but like to have other things going on in the day, sure. But I just think whenever you're ready and whenever you are in a safe environment to do so. And that's that's who sees it. (laughs) I just like that it's like has the, the, the pageantry of like a gender reveal, but it's like a sexuality reveal. Truly. Like, and then at the end of the day, isn't it so wild that, like, we even care? That's still even a thing. Yeah, like, I just, in an ideal world, my kid would just, like, come home from school and say, oh, my God, I have a boyfriend. And then the next week they could come home, oh, my God, I have a girlfriend. And, like, that, it's like, okay, cool. Are you being nice? Are you treating them well? Like, I just don't get, like, why people care so much about who people have sex with, like, or kiss. And, like, it's so wild to me. Like, I woke up this morning and I have a laundry list of shit to do. And not one of those things is, am I worried about if someone is kissing someone of the same gender? Oh my God, get a jobby, get a job or a hobby. Get a job. (laughs) Get a jobby, bitch. (laughs) But for real, it makes no fucking sense to me. Like, and I understand that, like, I understand, like, queer people who are, like, want to celebrate themselves because they've had to be suppressed and hidden for so long. Like, I totally get that. But, like, I just, I don't understand why people give a fuck what other people do. It's like, I'm not judging you two fucking Christians for not having sex in six years. Like, I could, trust me, that sounds like literal hell, but it's also sounding like my reality, but (laughs) that's beside the point. Um, Yeah, I just think that's so weird. Probably why they're so hung up about it. Because they're in the closet. That or they're not getting any. Well, yeah, 100% they're jealous. They're like, oh my God, you got a blowjob from a man. (laughs) Jennifer. (laughs) That wasn't like full Jenny. That was just like Jen. You know, that wasn't like Jennifer Coolidge. That was Jen. (sighs) I mean, I think there's a lot of pressure for a lot of families, right? And that's part of what it is, is there's so much pressure and not, you know, not, not, our way of looking at things is more modern than I think a lot of families and households that people are dealing with. Well, yeah, no, for sure. You know, and it's like, if you're doing like, maybe you do like the presents, if you're doing it one at a time, the person's like, it's my turn. And then instead of opening a present, they're like, Hey, I got a present for all of you. I'm a (laughs) (laughs) sorry. You're going to have to bleep that one, Justin. (laughs) I mean, listen, that's not a that's not a bad way of doing it. Just take the slur they use against you and use it. That'll really shell shock them. All right, nothing but silence. Thank you guys so much. Um, let's play the next voicemail. <laughs> Y'all were like, okay, we really hey, don't know what to I say. It's like a little Christmas court thingy. Ooh, hit me. But it's not like me versus something. It's definitely me versus the universe, and I need your opinion. Okay, for sure. What is the best, like, little Debbie type of treat? Because I feel like, or like hostess, too. Like, 
the powder donuts, how do we feel? Because I think some people love them and some people are like, ew, that's fucking gross. So what about the chocolate donuts? I need to know what the actual best hostess or little Debbie type of snack is. Zebra cakes might be in my top three. Zebra cakes are you that know? girl. I think we need to come up with a universal, like, top five. Thank you so, so much. Also, my name is Haley. I love you so much. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Haley. Love you. Um, okay, so I... <clears throat> it's no shocker. I love a good hostess. Um, I do also... Will, I will also say I love a little Debbie. I don't know if y'all... You guys know Little Debbie? Why is that not a rapper name? Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? Lil Debbie? Copyrighted. Yeah, no, literally, if someone takes that, I will fucking find you. Um, that's iconic. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Am I about to start a rap career and, like, make parody songs? Oh, my God. I'm about to Weird Al yank this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to Weird Al yank it, soldier boy. Woo! Um, wow, I love whatever's in my coffee today. Um, but I don't know if these are hostess, but... They're like the cosmic brownies. <laughs> yeah. With like the colorful, like chunky sprinkles. Undeniably the best. Sorry. Little Debbie Christmas trees, the white ones, are superior. Um, Hostess, the coffee cakes, love. I'm a cinnamon whore, so like that really gets me going. The zebra cakes go fucking crazy. Um, I was never a ho-ho no, a Twinkie. I love a good Twinkie. I was never the... I think it's a Ho-Ho. Oh, like the rolled one? Yeah, I was, like, never really into... Yeah, Ho-Ho. I was never really into Ho-Hos. Um, or, like, the cupcakes with, like, the spirally frosting. I wasn't really into those. But the zebra cakes, the, cr uh, the coffee cake or cream cake or crumb cake? What are... I think it's coffee cake. Um, and the Twinkies. Big fan. Ding-dongs are bomb, though. You have to. Oh, my God. I just saw that, and I was like, what the fuck is a ding-dong? So good. What is that? Uh, it's like a pudding cup. No, it's Oh, a, is it the circle? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it has, like, hard chocolate shell outside. Ooh. Like, it's like chocolate, juicy cake in the middle with a little bit of something. I love juicy cake. It's, 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 it's good. Sugar balls. <laughs> Oh, you mean the snowball? It's it's like Avatar. You got to try it. I'm not. I don't want to give it away. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> Ho hos are just like Avatar. <laughs> oh, no, ding ding no, dongs. Ding whatever. Dong. Ding, ding dongs are sorry. like Avatar. Just, sorry. You know. Name go ding dong. Call me. I don't remember the lyrics. James Cameron is going to be knocking at my door. Really pissed off. But yeah, ding dongs are good. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I think hostesses fly here. We are hostess with the mostess. What about moon pies? Moon pie? Why does that sound so familiar? Y'all ever had a moon pie? Wait, what is a moon pie? It's like a chocolate sandwich type deal. And then there's like marshmallow filling as like the... Oh, no, I'm not into that. I like the uh, a whoopie pie. Hmm. Is that just like... Like the oatmeal whoopie? <laughs> the oatmeal cream pie. Those are crack, of course. From your girl, Lil Debbie. <laughs> I love the oatmeal cream cake, cream pies. Uh, love a good cream pie. Mm. Alrighty, let's do another call. <laughs> Hi, Chris. 
my name's Hannah. Hi, Hannah. I'm from Maryland, so we're like sisters. <gasps> oh my God, we love come that on, Maryland. Um, so my debate is, I heard this on another podcast, and they can't seem to come to a conclusion. I got you. So I want you to do that for them and all of us. Does the day of the week start on Sunday or Monday? Okay. Like, for you, do you feel like Sunday's the end of the week for you or the beginning of the week? Or do you feel like Monday is? All right. Love ya. Bye. Love ya. Thank you. I think Monday is the beginning of the week. There's a reason that there's like the Sunday scaries because everyone's scared that the week is about to start. So case point closed or something. Take those words and put them in the correct order. But yeah, Monday is the start of the week. Sunday is the end of the day because, oh my God, if we're going to get fucking into it, uh, didn't like God like make the planet and the trees and all of that. And on the seventh day there was rest and that's Sunday for like the Lord or whoever. So like, isn't that like proof in the Bible? (laughs) 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 What a crazy sentence for anyone ever here on this podcast. But like, I think Sunday is the last day. Monday is the first day, period. Final answer, your honor. Would anybody like to fight me? We agree. Period. Uh, I, Jake, what do you have to say? I don't know. I mean, we work in a business. You think Sunday's the first day of the week? We work in a business that never stops. So I don't know that we're the best people to answer this question because we're. It doesn't kind of- matter what business we work in. <laughs> I my busiest day is Sunday, and that's the end of the week. I still say so. Yeah. There's. I'm sorry, but. I say do what works best for you and don't listen to anybody else. Do the week. No, except, works except me. <laughs> listen to me. Like, I know the answer is Sunday's the last day. Monday is the first. Dunzo. That was, I thought it was going to be a much harder question than that. That felt so easy. I even brought, I cited sources. Granted, it was the Bible. God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, listen. That shit wasn't an MLA format, but it was in the Father, Son, Holy Spirit format. Amen. Wow, guys, can you imagine if I had, like, a religious podcast? I mean, like, no, literally, but, um, whoa, wild. Mazel tov. Amen. I think I have one more. Ooh, let's make it count. Hi, Chris. So I actually really like this guy, and Christmas is coming up, and I don't know what to get him. So I was wondering what would be a great gift for a friend who I might have a little thing for, but he doesn't know, and I kind of want to let it be known. You know? Thanks. Ooh. I think some good lingerie. And you get him, and then he's like, what? And you're like, yeah, it's for you. And not the lingerie, the show I'm going to put on wearing them. Woo! Um, uh, oh dear, this is tough because I usually am like, I must get them the best gift ever. See, this is so, like, I need to know what they're into. Like, what what would Jennifer Coolidge get her crush? I'm thinking I get my crush. <laughs> I don't know, guys. <laughs> I, like, can't hear myself with my headphones in, so I can't even tell if 
it sounds good or not. Um, what would guys? I I need some help here. I'm calling in the big dogs. What are what are we getting? Our friends that we want to be more than friends. Nudes, and it has to be like subtle nudes. I was thinking like some sort of like suggestive Polaroid book or something. It's like it's like a video of you holding a um, like a confetti cannon, <laughs> and you go pop, and then when all the confetti falls, you're just butt naked. <laughs> It's like Adele leaving the stage in Vegas, but like instead of her disappearing, you're just laying there in the nude. <coughs> hmm. I'm trying to think. <sighs> this is tough. Something you want it to be something that like, like this is the vibe I'm getting is you want it to be something that like could be an experience for the two of you, but like the experience will be romantic. Like, Oh. oh, I found this candlelit movie night for two, and I think it would be cute to for us to go on. That's good. Yeah, I don't... Is that? But, I like, think... that I feel like could also just confuse the situation even more. Because if, like, you're not getting, like, a full answer. Like, that's why, like, the lingerie is like, oh, no, we're just friends. I don't need to see... Like, that will prompt... Mm a better answer. I think it depends on whether or not she wants to be friends after the fact, because if you're saying like, after the fact of what, well, in other words, if you're throwing caution to the wind and you're just like, I'm going for it. No, we're saying throw confetti cannons to the wind. I'm (laughs) just saying your, your lingerie example, the confetti, those are like going for it. And if you're like, if you're afraid that maybe it's not going to be reciprocated, then, then I think the idea of like some adventure together that, you know, you're going to love together. But, but then, then you, like, won't that just leave them more confused? Like, sometimes I feel like it's better to get an answer, whether it's the one you wanted or not, so you can, like, move on from it. I say throw caution to the wind and go for it. Hell yeah. So take off your panties, girl, and wave them in the air. But sometimes... <gasps> I got it. Get him the candle that says, that's like, this smells like my vagina. And then ask him if it's actually accurate. <laughs> and then ask him if he wants to find out. Boom. Nice. Like, get, yeah, something like that where it's like, oh, it's a candle, but it smells like my flower. <laughs> I think that's like the way that you need something that, like, you know, really disrupts the industry. <laughs> You ask them what their favorite hostess snack is, and if they say ding dongs, you want to see? You want to see my ding dong? <laughs> you want a ding dong, bitch? <laughs> no, your yours are very forward, which I admire. I would never do it in my own life because I'm too big of a pussy. But I mean, I'm blushing over here. I'm just very forward, where I'm like, I like you. Let's go on a date, and they'll be like, no, and I'm like, dope for sure, for sure, for sure. Bad, 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 bad. <laughs> Yeah, I know. And I'm like, ha, that was a joke. <laughs> but yeah, I I think you have to get something that like clearly shows like, okay, this isn't a friend getting me this gift. Like, What if she does like a massage? Like Ooh. gives him a massage. Is she a licensed masseuse? <laughs> no, I'm just saying if you, if you I mean, I, I think the kid. Just I, get I, him a bottle of olive oil and say, let me lube you up. You little olive. 
No? Okay. Got it. I heard it. I'm speechless and blushing, so I can't. I'm, I'm out. Oh, yeah. I feel like all of my ideas wouldn't be forward enough. I feel like I would, like, write some note and do something thoughtful, but that could be just... Like a yes, no, maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh, that would be cute, actually. Yeah, I would do that. I feel like a... Um... I was going to say, get, like, a bunch of roses and then write, like, a cute letter and then maybe put, like, a nude photograph in it. Who knows? Um... <laughs> And, but that feels more like a Valentine's Day gig, you know, like the bunches of roses and saying like, <gasps> mistletoe. Oh, oh Sam, this is why we pay you the big bucks, baby. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Put mistletoe in a fucking box. Oh my God. And then when he opens it, hit it out of his hand. So the mistletoe's above, above you and then just grab and go. <laughs> I mean, there's only one way to find out. They won't know what hit them. Oh my god! Now I want like <laughs> updates on all of these. I'm like, okay, guys, call back in. Let me know <laughs> if the vagina candle worked. <laughs> yeah. Curious minds dying to know. You can officiate the wedding. I don't know if I want that kind of pressure. Like that's someone's like day that they'll think about forever, unless they get divorced. Which in that case, they still will think about it forever. Like I don't. That's why I'm not like a wedding photographer. Do you know how much money I can make doing that shit? But it's like. I can't even fathom fucking up, like, the first kiss. I'm like, haven't y'all kissed before? Why did you need my picture? But, anyhow, I digress. I digress. I digress. Well, thank you guys for giving all of your voicemails to us. I don't know what that sentence was. It was very (laughs) weird, but I was trying to shift to the end of the episode. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Unhinged with Chris Clemens. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe as well. If you like video episodes, we put those up on youtube.com slash Chris. I hope everybody has a wonderful and safe holiday and new year. Is this the last Oh my god, this is the last podcast episode of 2022! (laughs) I was like, where are we? (laughs) Um, Happy New Year, everybody. We will see you guys in 2023. So grateful for all the love and support. And as always, Sam, Justin, Jake, thank you so much for making this podcast what it is. Oh my god, that dog continues to get cuter and it's so fucked up. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Take your tops off! Woo! The dog was dancing. You saw that. <laughs> no, no, Chris. Yeah, yeah. Censored. You don't love my nipples? <laughs> there, there's the advice for the person. <clears throat> yeah, just take your top off, baby. <laughs> Woo! My name is Kim Petrus, and I just fucked your bam. Whoop! Ah! Send him this episode. Be like, wait for the last call. Honestly, that's not a bad idea, girl. You better work like you mean it. Free your mind. Gotta strut. Come on, come on, come on.